0: In amongst the harvest, which is true, isn't it? I am part of the harvest, and so are you. How wonderful. It's it's, it's great to be with you this evening and, and share. I got a, a bit of a a testimony. Um, I was at, at, at Elim, the church where I was a pastor this morning, and I was speaking there, and I'm speaking about how big is God in your sight. Not how big God is, but how big he is in your sight. Because that determines everything. God is almighty, full stop. Nothing I will do will ever change that. But what does change my life is how big God is in my sight. And if we're in a the position of believing no matter what we face God is bigger then we're okay God is bigger God is greater God is able hallelujah he is able he can do it I may not be able to do it but he can do it and that's a a wonderful thing to carry us through life well when I was a, I, I, I became a Christian in 1974. And shortly after becoming a Christian, I started at going to Elim Church, Ingerston, which is where I, I lived in Ingerston. And uh, after three years, I went to preach. My first preach, I went to Malden, Malden Elim. And I went there for an evening service to preach. And there's a, a, a gentleman, he, his wife was alive in those days, called Alf. He was a, a deacon in the Elim Church. And he gave me this little bit of paper on the very night that I went to preach. He gave it to me in the morning service and said, Ian, I'll be praying for you. And I've kept this in my Bible for 41 years. And... It's a page that's torn out of an everyday with Jesus that he'd no doubt read with his wife. And there's um, a, a word from Haggai, It's Haggai 2:4: "Be strong and work, for I am with you," says the Lord. And I looked at him. He's now at 90. Is he 90? He must be about that age. Yeah. He're sitting in the back row. And I got this out of my Bible, and and I thanked him. And for him, it was just a little gesture 41 years ago. But the truth in this, that be strong and work, for I am with you, has stood with me all those years. That I am to be strong, for he is with me. But and work in his strength. And so, then my little testimony. I, I didn't think I should, I wanted to jump up and jump down again. But, uh, yeah. So, so, just bringing a word to someone, you know, that might seem nothing, it might seem innocuous, it might seem unimportant, but it can sustain and change someone's life. Yeah? So, be a... Be open and uh, and ready we all have, I, I, I know who we 're all believing in, but I ask the question, what are you believing for and you might say well i 'm believing for salvation well you 've got that, so you 're not believing for that you 've received it, but what are you believing for what, uh, what is it that you are that you are longing for, that you're praying for, that you are working towards is a is a very important question. Because just believing, I could say, well I believe. And that's true, I do believe in God. You believe in God. But what Having believed in God for salvation, which we are going to celebrate, what are, we, what are we believing for now? What is our hope in? And as I was thinking about this evening, a picture of an army came across my mind. And uh, you never see a sitting army, do you? I don't see an army arrayed sitting in chairs. They just don't seem to do sitting. When I think of an army, normally it's marching, but you see an army standing. An army stands. And then I thought, hmm, that's interesting. A standing army. And what does standing mean? Well, it means I'm standing to attention. It means I'm standing to receive an order. I'm standing re- ready to go. And then I thought of the church, and then my mom went racing through scriptures that I'm called to be a standing Christian. I'm called to stand. And I say humbly that you're called to stand too. And there is a place to stand. Where you actually stand is all important. If you stand in the right place. In life, life is full of of, of challenges. It was for everyone in the Bible. We see it. There's stacks of reasons why we should worry or panic or be anxious. Physically, we can run to and fro. Emotionally, we can be up there and down there. We can be all over the place. There's a stability in standing. Mentally, I can be threatened and and depressed or elated. Life threatens relationships. Circumstances threaten us. The loss of loved ones threatens us. The fear of not having enough or sufficient or our health can threaten us. But there's a wonderful thing about this tonight, coming together around the table, because there's a place to stand. I don't know where you are. I don't know inside your mind or your emotions or your feeling, but I can say this for sure. There's a place for you to stand. And we need to know that place. The cry of Jesus is, come unto me and stand. And the children of Israel, they used to go back to a place called Gilgal. It was just the other side of the Jordan. And they'd return there time and time again to be refreshed. It was their gathering place. It was where they would stand together. And Gilgal actually means a stone circle. A safe place. There's a safe place for you. To stand with your God. Isn't that lovely? Of all the provisions in this world, God has a place for you. And for me, where I can stand with him in his presence, I was I was saved for that. My sins were the issue, my sins were dealt with, that I might, I might be able to stand with and walk with my God, that I may stand there when I, I stand in that place, when I do that. Everything gets sifted in my life. My priorities get right. The size of the problem becomes proportionate to my God. And instead of feeling lost, I begin to believe in him again and feel hopeful that we're called to stand in Ephesians six thirteen, therefore put on the full armour of God so when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, stand. Stand. Standing with God is the most, it may seem that it's nothing we, we like to be doing, but God wants you there. In 2 Chronicles 20, Jehoshaphat was surrounded by the armies of of, uh, Ammon. And uh, these words, you will not have to fight this battle. Take your positions and stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Stand. Stand before him and allow him to be God. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. First, you have to stand. In Exodus 14, the same thought with Moses do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today, as he was surrounded by, by the threats of Pharaoh. Gideon was called to stand before his God and not cower in a wine press. Stand. I think they're saying, they're calling me to stand up, stand up to your full height before me. I'm your God and you're mine. Elijah, stop running. Two men running away from Jerusalem on the road to Emmaus. Jesus stands with them and walks with them and then eventually stops with them and reveals the glory of what it is that he's doing and done. Ephesians 6 again says, Finally, my brothers, be strong in the power of his might. Finally stand. Stand and receive from me. Just stand there. Stop doing, I am God. I'll tell you how to work. I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you where to go. And I'll be with you. But don't go there without me come and stand in my presence. This is so basic and simple, but it's so fundamental for you and me. To be strong in him. Not to work it up, not to somehow, because of my my learning and understanding and my natural abilities in him. My place of standing is in Christ. In Exodus 33 the story of Moses. Moses had been given a Huge task to deliver the people of Israel. And it was all too big for him. So in Exodus 33, verse 12, Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me to lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. He puts the onus on God. He said, God, you're asking me to do this. I feel hugely uncomfortable with this because it is far too big and I am unable. So you, you, (laughs) not in these words, but You need to teach me. You need to instruct me. I can't do it. He needs God. Remember that this nation is yours, your people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? He realizes this, that this is God's mission. Salvation is God's. Going into this world is God's because he told us to do it. He didn't subcontract it to us. He wants to do it through us. He wants to do it. I need to work. And the Lord said to Moses, "I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name." You see, Moses was one of these whole-hearted men. God loves whole-hearted Christians. I'll do it. I'm standing, I'm waiting, you're telling me. but I'm not going to go in battle, into battle unless you equip me. Then Moses said, "Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, "I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion." But he said, You cannot see my face, for no one will see me and live. Then the Lord said, And this is it There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. There is a place near God where you may stand, where I may stand on a rock. A secure place. Where we may stand. A prepared place. A wonderful place. Moses needed to stand in that place and see and know God. His glory. I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand, and you will see my back, but my face, you must not, must not be seen. Your place, it's a holy place. It's your place. It's my place. It's a prepared place it's not far from him, it's by his side, it's a righteous place, it's a place of mercy, it's a place of forgiveness, it's a place of hope, it's a place of wonder, it's a place of miracle, it's a place of healing it's a place of restoration and it's by his side and it's Calvary ground it's prepared made holy by the blood of Jesus I may stand by him and behold his glory and he wants us there It's not a communal place, it's your place. It's your place. And because it's your place, he knows when you're not there. If you had to queue for the place, he'd never know. But it's your place the place prepared for Paul, or Joy, or Jill, or Martin, or Peter, or Nick. He did it at the cross, that we may stand there and receive from him. And I pray that as we break bread tonight, it may be as though we stand in the very presence of God And we receive from his hand, as we do. And God would do wonderful things. Because you might say, life is just too tough. You don't know, I can't stand. I want to run, I want to give up. God says, stand. Stand in my might. Stand in my power. Because whatever it is you are contending with, he is greater. And he is able. And nothing, absolutely nothing, is too difficult for him. That would make a chorus, wouldn't it? Nothing, nothing. I won't sing it, but it's true. Tonight, nothing is too difficult. Amen. Amen? Praise the Lord. I forgot the program. Are you? Are you leading communion? Or shall I? You lead. Yeah. You happy to? Yeah. Let me pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you as Norbert leads us in communion. Father, Father, that you would, you would just do something really special around this table. And as we take the bread which Jesus said is his body, symbolically it's his body, we're taking hold of him, we're that close to him, Father, that there's nothing between, Lord, that your glory may fall. And that, Father, we would see you in a way that we've never seen you. And, Father, you would impart into our life all we need to be strong. All we need to stand in this world for our Jesus. But we ask it in his name. Amen. Amen.